Hi, and welcome to Jesse's World, where we work together on becoming our best possible selves. I'm so excited that you're joining us for episode 13. This is epic. Today's topic is all about legacy. Okay, so the queen died today. And no matter what anybody feels, and there's very opposing views, which I'm well aware of, um, the reality is there's a legacy that she's left behind. In fact, there's several. And it gets us thinking about what legacy are we leaving, right? What are you, what is your legacy going to be? So this is the topic today. Um, welcome to Jesse's world. You know, this is where we come. If you're upwardly mobile, if you're about being your best self, if you're ready to kind of laugh, but also learn, this is the spot for you. Okay. You know what it is. I'm not going to give a long intro today. I'm going to hit you with the one, two. Um, yesterday we had, uh, the Wednesday live and it was dope. We had Tradell the comic God on there. So hit him up at the comic God on Instagram. It was a really fire conversation just about how to be your best self uh, as an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur, and really um, some of the challenges that you can come across. And that actually, you know, it really did encompass what I know Jesse's world is trying to tackle and working with people to address, which is the fact that we are holistic now. There is not this you know, divide of, of, of state and corporation of, you know, there's not this divide of, you know, your physical health, your mental health and your, you know, financial health or your company, like everything is all part of the same body, you, right? And so that is why we have the segments that we have. And it was really, um, a great conversation in terms of summing up that fact when you look, when you bring it down to like a micro business a solopreneur, and the various ways that running your own business as an individual um, affects you, right? And depending on the type of business, if it's sedentary, you could, you could be um, affected from a health perspective and you have to kind of make sure that you're working in diet and exercise and also good sleeping patterns. Um, I talk a lot about insomnia. If you follow me at Jessica Vibes with a Z on Instagram, then you could see the poem I wrote about insomnia. And I actually released an audio version and it's really just kind of this manic in and out of, of dream poetry about, which I wrote while I was falling asleep. So as a solopreneur myself, I totally relate to the idea of needing to have a holistic approach and it's something that we address here. So before we get into our big topic, you know what it is, it's Tessie time. And today it's personal. Yeah, yeah, usually Tessie, addresses, the media, the news, I don't know, current affairs, daily affairs, even entertainment. But today, honey, it is personal, okay? Mark your calendar, because this doesn't happen often. I just want to say to all you, because I, I have some young people in my audience, which I, I love everyone, and I know this show can help everybody at every stage of life, but to you young up and comers, <laughs> to you young people, this is dating 101. Okay. Are your ears perked up? Good. Dating 101. If you like kind of have a crush on someone, but they're like, you usually see them with a family member. 
don't dismiss that family member to kind of make your crush known, all right? Now, let me be more specific. Little girl at Starbucks, all right? My son and I, we often go to the Starbucks drive-thru. Little girl doesn't know who I am. And because I had my son young, people sometimes think we are actually boyfriend and girlfriend and not mother-son, just because we don't look as far apart in age as one might assume. And so I don't know what little girl assumes. We're just gonna call her little girl to be nice, okay? I don't know what little girl assumes, but here's what I can tell from what's been transpiring. We start going to a brand new Starbucks, all right? Because we moved. Little girl takes a shine to my son. It's obvious. She beams every time he comes. She's super duper candy nice to him. Fair enough. And I have no issue with this. Go for it, little girl. Shoot your shot. You know what I'm saying? But on top of it, she, I noticed as she kind of is talking with him more and they have little chats at the drive-thru because he's driving, um, she's like dismissing me. Like I asked her a question once and she ignored me completely and said anyway and kept talking to my son, which is when I realized I don't think she knows I'm his mom because that would not be the way to get close to my kid. And so I thought that was interesting. And then it became something where I I directly asked her a question and she just looked at me and just looked at him and just kept talking. So this has happened a few times now. Now, I mean, she, she kind of maybe had a shot. He likes, she has red hair. He likes girls with red hair. He likes girls with curly hair. He has a few different things he likes, but he, he, he was interested. I mean, I don't know if he was interested, but he wasn't not interested, I think. But then, yeah, girl's rude. So this has been going on for like a couple months. She can't work up the nerve to actually address, tell him that she likes him. Maybe because I'm always there. I don't know. Okay. Now today, little girl was outside coming into work and we were already at the drive-thru. So she crossed the car. She saw me, made a face, not a nice one, then looked at him and beamed a big bright smile and did a cute little wave. And I thought, no, you didn't. (laughs) So Tessie time, people figure out who's who before you start dissing family. That is not the way to a man's heart. Okay. (laughs) I am actually offended. I don't think she could, he could date her now. I think it's, it's done. Like it's not even possible. It was a big disrespect. You understand? <laughs> so that is my Tessie time. And while I'm laughing, I'm dead ass serious. Like I understand people don't always know what's up. Right. And that's fine. And you can even ask. Right. But don't be rude to the person that's with the person that you might be interested in. Because I mean, I just think that's terrible. She's literally trying to shoot her shot. Well, dismiss it. What if I, what if I was like, is that what you would really be doing? Is that what, is that wild stuff happening out there? I don't know. I don't know what's going on these days, but I was just shocked. So that's Tessie time. You already know.
Keep it short and sweet. Like that girl's opportunity to talk to my son. Short and sweet. It The window has passed. She violated and suck go. All right. It is time for Mrs. Wright. Are you ready? This is the segment where I basically take a random topic from a generator on Google and I either do a freestyle, a story, a song, whatever my little heart desires. So today's random topic, where did you last, where did you go on your last vacation? Where did you go on your last, well, this one makes me want to cry. I mean, it's been the pandemic and Jano, I haven't been anywhere in a long time, you know. So I don't know. Where did I go on my last vacation? Where did I? Oh my gosh. I think we're going to, this is the first time I think I might try twice. Because this is like, I don't even know if I want to go there. Like, it's just, oh, my last vacation. All right. You know what? I'm going to do it. We'll stick to the last vacation. The next option was... Have you ever given a presentation in front of a large group of people? How did it go? Okay. I've given a presentation in front of many, many, many large groups of people. I'm a public speaker. I've worked in nonprofit for years and years. Um, I've been a consultant for years. I've, you know, had to present to boards and staff and um, employers at board staff retreats and all of these things. No, that's no issue for me. So I'll go with the other one, the last vacation. Okay. So let's see. Let's do it as a poem, like a love letter. Okay, let's do it that way. Dear Jamaica, I haven't seen you in a while. Jano, I really miss your smile, your beautiful sandy beaches. Looks like my skin. And I don't know, when I'm there, I feel it from within. It's just so much joy and inner peace. I mean, it's like I'm a part of you and you're a piece of me. It's totally irie. And when I'm there, I'm just so happy. Jamaica, Jamaica, you make me wanna want more. And I want more. I haven't seen you in so long. I don't even know how I could go this long without your Jamaican flow. Oh, you know that we number one, cause I'm part of you and you're so much fun. My dad's from Jamaica and so I always have to go home. There's a piece of me that belongs to your home and Jamaica, whether I can rhyme or not, it doesn't matter. You're still the hypest spot. So... Please hold the place for me. I'll always come back. I'll cross that sea. I'll fly through the sky to get that aki, you know, the national dish. That's how it be. And uh, there's no better looking people anywhere on the earth. Jamaica is the best when it comes to the herb. I don't smoke, but I still understand. And oh my gosh, don't let me get started on the man. Damn. They're both the place. Jamaica's the best in the world. What can I say? Except for Canada, because, you know, that's also home too. So, Jamaica and Canada, I love you. America, my cousin. It's true. I got a thing for you too, boo. <laughs> All right, that was it. I had to, I had to, you know, I, I love everywhere. <laughs> but it was about my last vacation. And actually, uh, yeah, I think 
It was either America or Jamaica. Can't remember, but I love them both. And Jamaica's home. Yeah, dad, my dad is Jamaican and mom is Canadian and I am Canadian. So, um, you know, big up Canada, big up Jamaica, big up America, big up everybody, whoever you are, wherever you are, big up yourself. So, yeah, that was my little freestyle. I love Miss Wright's segment. I never know what's going to happen. It's always fun. Sometimes I um digress, but I think I did good. I- I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. All right, you ready to dig into today's topic? Because it is fire. We need to talk about leaving a legacy, and this is no joke. The thing about a legacy is that you really... There's two types of ways to live life. And I mean, I get it. Most of the time people just live life. But the truth is, if you want to live with purpose, which is why we're here, right? Jessica, Jesse's world is all about um, us manifesting our best self, us finding our gifts, us walking in our purpose. So in fact, it is all about what we're talking about today, which is legacy work. All right. So it sounds morbid, but I remember some years ago I had to do this exercise where we would write our own obituaries. What would we want? Not obituaries, sorry, um, eulogies. What would we want people to say about us? Right? So the queen died today and I see so much emotion around the world. And when I go to my social media, I see a lot of emotion. I see people and we'll, you know, we'll give that, we'll give it a moment. We'll talk about it. It's, it's obviously noteworthy, uh, either which way you look at it, it's noteworthy, it's newsworthy. It's, it's something that affects a lot of people. And also for those who doesn't, who don't think it affects a lot of people, it affects them too, because they're emotional about the fact that it is affecting a lot of people. Okay. So what I know is this, she is remembered for a lot of different things, right? And a lot of different people will remember her for a lot of different things. And so effectively she's left her mark, good and bad, and she's created a legacy for sure. No doubt about it, right? She's on our money. No question. Okay. She, you're, we're going to see her face for some time. So, okay. What is your legacy going to be? And your legacy is the sum of all your actions. And that's hard, right? Because we're human and we make mistakes. But the truth of the matter is you can do a lot of great work in this world, but you also have to be aware, you have to try not to like, don't, you cannot hurt people. You cannot be a part of something so like negative or, or really bad because it will outshine the good, right? It will outweigh the good, right? And so it's important to keep, to hold a standard in your life. And I know humans struggle with that, right? Because I mean, there's good and there's evil and there's up and there's down. There's our higher self. There's our lower self. There's what we desire versus what we might do because it's the best thing for us. And so we can bring that down to the micro level of simply choosing breakfast. 
do we want a muffin or do we want some fruit with um, some nuts, maybe some chai seeds and almond milk? Are we going to put a little Greek yogurt? Whatever, right? Are we choosing berries? Are we eating pineapple every day? You know, like, what is the quality of our, of our choices? And I'll tell you the truth. Some days I choose the muffin and some days I choose the fruit and the nuts. And I try to choose the fruit and the nuts and such more than I choose the muffin. And that's my contribution to self. However, I am not at my ideal weight, not even close. And so the sum result so far of making negative choices is not good for me. Uh, and it's combination of sleep and stress and car accidents and getting ill and trying to get better and a whole journey of life that has happened that, but, but you are where you are. Everybody has their reason as to why they are where they are. I'm not a person, I'm not a person to judge anybody for the simple fact that I'm still working on me. And I know that I have my hands full with working on myself and I know I need to do that forever. So I have no energy or time to judge anybody. I'm also intelligent enough to understand that I don't know your story. I don't know your journey. I don't know your unique circumstances. And because I've not been in your unique circumstance, I have no way to truly judge you. Like based on what? I'm not you, you're not me. So if the world, we could just suspend judgment, leave it alone, just get rid of it. It makes no sense. And start to work with the fact that we need to become our better selves and evolve. We can understand that the first important principle of leaving a very good legacy in this world is to not create bad energy, bad karma, not do bad things to people, to others, not even to yourself, you know. That's really the first step. Don't do harm, right? The reason that the legacy with the queen is not all good is because there's controversy about harm, okay? I'm not giving an opinion either way. I'm looking out at the world. I'm making an observation on the different posts I'm seeing and how people are feeling. And legacy usually comes down to feeling, but it can come down to more than feeling. And we'll talk about that in the big boss vibe sex segment, you know, we'll talk about that. But, um, but it can come down to feeling. How did this person make you feel? Okay. So I know even when you look at like voting, right? A lot of the times people think that it's on a platform, but really the truth is it comes down to how does this person make you feel? Do you feel safe or unsafe? Confident or not confident, um, trust or no trust. Which one do you trust more or less? Sometimes you'll see, well, we see this a lot. We know that the candidate in at the moment isn't great, but we also have gotten comfortable with the discomfort of that candidate. And so we don't want to risk moving to another candidate and possibly having even worse discomfort unless we are so unbearably uncomfortable with the current candidate. And that has happened many, many times. So I feel like that can be applied to legacy, like how you make people feel. Because 
legacy doesn't always have to be grand. It doesn't always have to be the whole world remembers you, right? And and it is true that, what do they say? It's a Batman quote. Um, I think it's it's a Batman quote where it's like, you can, you can actually let me know in the comments. You can uh, DM me at Jessica Vibes. Follow me with a Z on Instagram. But I think the, that it's um, people, you either die young or live long enough to see your heroes become villains. All right. I think that's the quote. And I think it's a Batman quote. But you can tell me where it's from. I uh, definitely need a superhero quote. Um, or a supervillain quote. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the truth in that is this, some people of course become villains and life will, will, can harden someone. Life can make it difficult, um, you know, for somebody to kind of keep their essence pure. It's a real test out here, man. It's not easy. But then at the same time, um, maybe it's not so much that they became a villain as your perception of them changed. Maybe you villainize them. Judgment is dangerous, right? Or maybe you had them on a pedestal and then you took off your rose-colored glasses and then seen they were not what you made them out to be. And therefore, instead of them actually changing, again, what you seen them as changed, whether that's based on reality or judgment. So... Or maybe they actually became a villain. So either which way, it's like how you remember that person is not so much based on reality as your perception of reality, which is why, um, you know, the queen would have so many different perceptions. And you can let me know in the comments if you think that's true, untrue, what have you, but why the queen would have so many different perceptions of her legacy because so many different people would view it from a different perspective, would be touched in a different way, negative, positive, or uh, expected more, expected less, expected nothing, right? Um, and then that would shape the legacy. So you, it doesn't always have to be a global legacy, but you can start with yourself. What do you know you, I mean, I'm always going to bring you back to self, right? So what do you know you want to leave how do you know you want to, like, when you say to yourself, I lived a good life, I'm happy with the life I lived, I'm ready to move on, what does that mean? What did you do when you, with your life? What did you do? Um, what is important to you to, to, to accomplish? What type of energy do you want to be pushing? What type of, um, what type of things do you want to create and leave for the world? What type of relationships do you need? Like what is important to you that when you look and say, my work is done, what is that body of work, right? And that's your, that's from an intrapersonal perspective, right? That's introspective. That's like, okay, this is from your view. What do you know you need to do? And then when you go out a layer, you, what does your family need? So for me, it's really important that I get to the point where I'm able to leave my son assets and money and also to instill with him, within him, which I have done, really important like life skills or critical thinking skills or compassion, kindness, empathy, love, like all of these good healthy habits, which I know 
I wasn't raised with and now I'm trying to learn. So I'm still working on that almost with him simultaneously. I wish I knew more when I was younger, but I, I just didn't. And you, we do work with what we're given. And so now that I do know more, I am trying to change habits and changing habits isn't easy. It's why we have Jesse's world. We're all working to become our best selves. So two times a week, we tune in together and we have discussions together about what we're going to do to be our best selves, right? And sometimes I jump on a live and I talk about it. And when I do that, it tends to be a Wednesday evening, eight or longer or eight or eight, 8 PM or a little after, but, and that's either happening at Jesse's world XO or on Jessica vibes with a Z right on Instagram. But yeah, the truth is it's a process. It's not easy to change your habits. It's not easy to, to even confront the realities of the things you have to change to be able to get in alignment with what you know your best self is. It's not even easy to say, what is that vision? But without that vision, you're not living intentionally and you're not going to be able to create the legacy that you want because you really can't say you know what you want if you didn't start within. So you go with layer out, what do you want to leave? Who do you care about? Who do you love? Who's your family? It doesn't have to be blood family, right? You could have various relationships that matter to you. My godchildren matter a lot to me. No, they're not blood related, but they're super duper related. Um, and there's many other people that I love that are not related. And there's people that I love that are related. And there's people I don't even speak to that are related. I mean, relation, blood relation alone is not enough for me. Um, it is one, you know, great, we're related, but you know, how do you treat me? <laughs> how do, how do you treat me? Do I feel safe around you? Can I trust you? Do, do you love me? You know, do you actually genuinely love me? Want the best for me? Care about my well being? Do, and obviously do I love you? But I mean, I'm pretty loving. So to be honest with you, I, I, I'm capable of loving everyone as long as they don't hurt me. But if you're hurting me, then I can't be around you. It's not to say like, and you know, I, I don't know people who say they love everyone. I don't know how authentic that is. I mean, I might have, I might want the best for you still, but I'm going to detach myself from anybody that's hurting me and, or who isn't kind or genuine toward me. If that makes sense. I'm going to take a sip of water. So while I do that, I want you to think about who is the most important people to you in your life and what do you want to leave them with, whether that's good memories, whether it's that you instilled certain values in them, whether that's material items, cash, whatever, what is it that you want to do to, for these people so that you feel comfortable within yourself in terms of how that was your life was wrapped up. I read an article that was saying how the queen was slowly handing everything over to Charles, which makes entire sense. That's her son. I would do the exact same. Um, although I hope, I don't know the details. I hope Harry's being treated great too, because Harry is her son as well. And regardless of his position in the monarchy, that we're human beings. That's your child. That's a beautiful human being. I love Prince Harry. And to me, he'll always be Prince Harry. And everybody can have their own opinion on 
anything. Like, that's fine. I'm always here for it. But just my vibes on Harry is thumbs up. I, I, I have enough love and respect and compassion. And I think he's a stand-up dude. And I think, I just hope he's respected to the max. Because everybody has their own path and he has the right to choose his. And I feel like if he wanted to rejoin the monarchy, that should be his right as well. <clears throat> I think Prince Harry would be an amazing king. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, uh, think about that. And then when you go out another layer, what is your involvement with your community? I get it. It's hard to worry about the legacy you're going to leave with your community when you're still working on your own and on the one with your family and, and friends and such. But it's important to participate in the community. And some of the best experiences I've had has have been around community involvement. Um, so yeah, definitely consider what matters to you, even if you choose one cause and support it and help it or volunteer or build, you know, whatever meet up with the local rugby team. I don't know. Like, what is your sense of community? And and how are you leaving something? You know, how are you improving your community in any way, shape, or form? Um, you don't have to run for office. You don't have to be the number one person. But, like, are you giving back in any way? Because uh, I know I've, I've had periods where I do, and then I've had periods where I'm more low-key. And I definitely find it rewarding. Um, and then it's just in general, in this world, in this universe, what is it you're going to leave that's your legacy? Will your death be noteworthy, right? Like when our mayor, Rob Ford, passed away, with all the ups and downs, here's what I learned from that experience. The man was dragged through the mud in the media, true, but the man had a big, 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 undeniable heart. Undeniable. He had a huge heart. And he connected with regular people in an unprecedented way for a politician. And while that might have kind of gotten him in some trouble as well, um, it's why no matter what happened, no matter how bad they tried to smear his name and bring him down over personal issues, which quite frankly, as long as you're not hurting someone else, I don't think it's like, I don't think, I personally didn't think it had any bearing on his professional performance. I thought he was um, doing a good job. But that's just my opinion for what it's worth. But I think that, People tried. They tried so hard to bring this man down. And at the end of the day, they kind of did because they affected his health, which is the ultimate way to tear a person down. How do you expect somebody to handle all that stress? And the poor man, he got sick, which is sad. I'm actually tearing up because I just think it's whack. Like how it was dealt with, it just feels very, very whack. But um, he got sick and he passed away. And then he had the, the biggest funeral I had ever seen since Princess Diana. The biggest funeral I'd ever seen since Princess Diana. Such a big, big, big funeral for this man. You know why? Do you know why? Do you know why he's still spoken about? Anytime I ever hear anybody say Rob Ford, it's usually followed by, I really like that guy. 
It's, it's followed by something positive. Since he passed, I have not heard one person say one bad thing about him. And it's not because he passed, because there are many, many people that have passed that like, like the queen, like Michael Jackson, like there's certain people that you hear mixed reviews. Let's put it that way. No, Rob, everyone says the same thing. Everyone's super positive and it's because his heart was big. It's because he left us with a feeling. Mm -hmm. His legacy was love. His legacy was this feeling that it doesn't matter where, how high you come up in life or whatever, that you want to be there for people. You want to make a difference in people's lives. You want to help people. You want to, and, and talk about like, you know, he, he, we come from like, if you're, I mean, I'm from Toronto. You we come from a city that like is multicultural, right? And he was able to connect across cultures genuinely, authentically. And, um, I just feel like he touched people's hearts and he was a lovable, likable person and because he was authentic and you can have issues in life and still be authentic. If I'm going to be honest, most of the people, a lot of the people who have issues in life are some of the most authentic people. Um, the thing that comes with authenticity often is empathy and empathy comes with the ability to feel other people's pain. I have that. I'm an empath and I can tell you that it's not easy and that sometimes I need to withdraw and recharge because when you love people, like especially working in the service sector, you know, I've seen people get rich in the service sector. I, these are not the people that care like on a deep, deep, deep. I mean, in my experience, okay, I can only say mine. It, I, I have seen, there's a, there's a need to have a level of detachment because you'll get burned out. You won't even make it to get to the top, you know? But for me, I would give my last dollar and to try to help a kid in a school who doesn't have like, let's say lunch money. <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd, I'd give my last money to make sure that kid ate. And then I'd be left without. That is not a good business plan. So definitely I have to put like space between myself, um, and others in some ways because of my empathy. And so empaths feel very, very deeply. Uh, I could watch a show or a movie and just cry. I could cry at a commercial. I could cry when people win or achieve some success because I'm so happy for them. So it, it's a different feeling when you feel on that level and when you love on that level and when you genuinely just love human beings and want to see the best for them. Um, you could feel quite hurt and quite angry when people are unkind to each other because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like the life of an empath is, is a very deep, deep feeling life. And so it's hard. It's really, really hard. And, and on the other hand, <laughs> it's hard to relate to people who, and I understand they're out there. I, I have someone close in my life who I can see that they really struggle to understand how others feel or to even care how others feel. And it's hard because I mean, I care about that person, but I don't fathom. I can't fathom it because I'm so the opposite. So I don't know. I, I, I feel like for an empath like Rob, uh, which I think he was, um, you know, it probably really hurt him quite deeply, uh, the way he was treated. But at the same time, he was treating people in a way that left a legacy of love, which is so beautiful. Um, so what is your legacy going to be? Who are you? You know, what's important to you? 
what legacy do you want to leave, right? Um, and that's really today's topic because everybody can have their opinion on the queen, but what's your opinion on yourself, right? I'm always going to bring it back to self because it really doesn't matter at the end of the day what her legacy is. Anyway, she passed away and may she rest in peace. Now, regarding you, what's your legacy? What's my legacy, right? If I think about my legacy and I meditate on my legacy, I know wanna, I do want to leave a legacy of love. I do want to create things that maintain, and this will bring us into our next segment, right? But maintain value beyond me. I do want to put my family and my loved ones in a better position in life, including myself while I'm here. I do want to learn the art of treating myself well enough that I can heal all the hurt that went into me at a young age. Because the truth is, I struggle with my weight, but that started when I was really young. And being a child who, who was rejected and neglected by both of my parents, who was abused in foster care after just being left, who grew up in an alcoholic home, who always felt like the rug could be pulled from under me at any time, Uh, I learned habits that don't serve me well today. And it takes a lot of bravery, I think, to own that and to say, like, I need to heal those parts. I'm sorry, this is not easy. I didn't know this episode was going to be so emotional. Yeah, I need to heal those parts. And I think that I need to see the outwardly outward manifestation of that healing. So for me, that's weight loss. For me, that's strengthening my my body. For me, that's making better choices around the people who are around me. And and sometimes I'll, I'll stay around people who maybe they don't love or value me the way that I should be loved and valued because uh, they're familiar because I have, I'm a very loyal person. I'm incredibly loyal. It's one of my best features in terms of when somebody is looking like qualities in terms of like, you're going to have a good friend in me if I'm loyal to you, but will I be, will it be good for me? That would depend out on how you treat me. Right. And so, um, I, it's hard. It's hard because when you're very loyal and you're an empath, like I don't cut off people easily. If you, if I cut you off, like you, you earned that. You really earned it, you know? Um, oh my God. I didn't know I'd get emotional. I'm sorry. I have a lot of healing to do, right? When I tell you guys be your best selves, I'm not here acting like I'm my best self. And that's one of the issues I have with some of the large, you know, very well-known, um, public speakers. It's not like an issue, but a lot of the times they act, people act like they already have everything on lock and that can make you feel really inadequate and it can make you feel like what's wrong with you, you know, and there's nothing wrong with you. Um, we're all trying. They're just not being honest. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. You still have demons to slay. 
You will still have goals to achieve. You still have areas of your life you can improve. And you don't have the right to make anyone feel a ways about themselves. You just don't. So I'm not buying that. Like that's not my ammo. That's not my brand. My brand is to connect with you on a human level and like have honest conversations that lead to both of us learning and becoming our best selves together. That's my brand. That's what I believe in. That's the legacy I want to leave here. The other thing I want to do is like, especially in the areas that I'm most passionate about is help people learn to fish because I'm really good at that. I'm super good at helping people understand, like I've been a business development called consultant for so many years and a strategist, like I'm a life strategist and I'm a business strategist. And I'm very good at kind of bringing them together. And it has to be both because you're a whole person and that's a part of your life. Your business is a part of your life. Your career, whether you work for someone else or yourself is a part of your life. Um, but we need, we, we need to be intentional about the things that we're doing and we need to be humble and we need to be able to open ourselves up and be honest. Like when I'm honest, the, like if I'm, oh God, if, you know, who would think that talking about my weight and how my weight connects to trauma in my past and like the obvious trauma, like I had car accidents with an S, unfortunately. Um, and I, I definitely seen like, because I had such bad back pain and stuff and just wasn't as, cause I used to be like a, a regular swimmer and a dancer. So that kept me very, very fit. I did dance three times a week. I swam three times a week and that was regular for me. Um, so I definitely seen when I had the car accident, the, the one that really messed up my back, that I seen a jump in my weight because I wasn't able to do those things for quite some time. And obviously the dance never got back to the same level, but I, I mean, the swimming, I really love and enjoy swimming. It's important to me. Um, I've moved a year ago and the pandemic happened and I stopped swimming and it's something I want to bring back into my life. So that it is important to me. Um, but, but I know that there were problems even before that. I know I yo-yoed around before that. And I know that every time I, that an important part of my um, evidence of inward healing will be my outward healing. And that's why, and this is, you know, please don't flood my, my inbox with negative comments. Cause like I, I'm soft. I can't handle that, but I'm going to be real. That's why as much as I do believe in a body positive movement in terms of loving everybody and loving yourself where you're at, cause that's the only place you are. You are where you are and we don't know, right? You could die two minutes from now. You don't want to die hating yourself. So I know people who struggle to gain weight. I know people who struggle to lose weight. I know people who have always been the right weight, no matter what they do. And I, and that's wonderful, like, or, or their ideal weight, no matter what they do, what's called a healthy weight. Um, and that's wonderful for everyone. That just is what it is. I've always struggled. I, I believe that my struggles have to do with various things. My ADHD, the type of childhood that I had, the habits, big time, your habits that you learn in childhood. My grandmother was overweight. And so I had a mother that like really, um, loathed overweight people like, and loathed herself whenever she gained weight and she still does that. And, um, a grandmother who was jolly, but overweight, 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that was her coping mechanism to just be happy with it or if she was. I've never really discussed it with her. But I know when I was in school, she made sure I rode the bike every day. And I think I'm going to start taking a page from that book. Um, it's a challenge because also, you know, she got, she, she probably, we, we were poor. So like what I do know about poverty and nutrition, oh, this is such a deep topic. Poverty and nutrition are not something that go together well. And so sometimes she would just clip coupons most of the time and buy what's on sale. Like what's on sale tend to determine what we would eat when we were kids. So it's a number of things that kind of added up to where I am today. And now I'm at this point where I said, okay, I'm going to go on this healing journey with my listeners and we're going to become our best selves together. And the challenges I bring up are going to relate to some people and other people are going to have different challenges. But where we have a common denominator is that we all have to become our best selves together. And today we're talking about creating legacy, but we're also still in the process of becoming our best self. It can feel overwhelming, right? And so for me, I think I got a little overwhelmed when I talked about what is it you need to do to manifest to know that you felt you've done a good job here. And for me, I I do understand body positive in terms of love, loving yourself where you are, but I will not say that I'm happy being overweight because I'm not. I'm not happy with it. And I mean, it's quite a public thing to say. Um, and I may feel like it makes me vulnerable. Um, but... I'm not going to lie and say, yeah, this is a good way to live. No, it creates some health risks and it's not great. And I'm working on addressing it. And for me, it's complex because sleep has something to do with it. Stress has something to do with it. Um, I, I maybe 85, 90% eat well. I'm not a person who really eats fast food. I don't like, you're not going to, I can't tell you when I last ate McDonald's. Um, actually I can, I think during this entire pandemic, I ate once and I thought it was disgusting. No disrespect McDonald's. I don't think they'll sponsor me, but that's okay. I don't need them to. Um, and, uh, I'd rather, um, urban cravings sponsor me. I really love that place. It's dope. It's like a fast salad bar, um, or something like that, you know, booster juice. Even I, these, I don't know. I just feel like there are a lot of good healthy options that are coming up in the industry. So if you have to eat out, like there are good options, but of course, like life is not perfect. Sometimes I'll have like a chicken or Caesar salad from the, and Caesar salad from the store, you know, and that's not perfect either. So yeah, I think I'm doing 85%. So I don't think it's the eating. That's the challenge for me. I think that I work from home, so I have to be very mindful to move around enough. I think that I don't sleep. I have insomnia. And so it's a real issue that I'm getting addressed. I think that I have past trauma to heal. And I think that I need better habits and routines and around like just balancing. I think I don't have bad eating habits, but I think the past, I in the past I might have. And I think that it's hard to reverse. So I think that it's going to take a conservative effort. And so concentrated effort. I don't know. It's going to take effort. So for me, that is one big thing that I need to tackle while I'm here 
to feel comfortable that I overcame my challenges from childhood. Because I know that's a big part of it. And why that matters to me is because I don't want to feel like those things that happened to me when I was an innocent child followed me throughout my life. I don't want to give it that power anymore. And I mean, yeah, I don't want to give it that power. I want it fixed. And I feel like that's an outward manifestation of fixing it. Um, So getting to an ideal healthy weight is important. I think the other thing for me, um, I've been seeing like my blood levels are all good and improved. So I'm really, I can see me healing myself. So I'm already seeing manifestation um, happen in terms of physical manifestation of my emotional and um, intentional healing. So that's, that's dope. Um, and that's important to me. Um, yeah, I think another way is financial balance and organizational balance and just general peace. And, and when the better habits feel like the normal habits, um, what I mean by that is if you do have to change your habits to create the life you want for yourself, when those new habits that you have to kind of work at developing become automatic and you forget the old ones. And so you'll know that when you're tested, right? Like, for example, I have learned that, let's say a holiday may may make me eat something that on a regular day, I'll try to stay away from. So sugar is an example. I try to stay away from sugar. Okay. Um, and so what I'll do is I'll know that this is going to make me want sugar. Like you have to stay ahead of your body mentally. And so I'll say, okay, body, you, you know, this is a holiday. You're going to have this thing. You're going to want this. This is your cutoff. It's just like I talked about grieving in another episode. And I said, like, give yourself a certain amount of time and then that's it. Right. Same here. Like you can give yourself a certain amount of leeway and then that's it. Um, but when you actually just don't even want it and when you're just like, nah, I'm good. And this is how I do my holidays because that's important to me to just not, there is no, like there is no going back. It's just, this is who you are now. That's when you made it. That's when that one slayed. Take that off your list. Keep it moving on to the next development that we have to do for ourselves. Oh, so legacy. Who knew it was so complex, eh, guys? We're just humans. Hey, we're just humans trying to do our best here. I'm just a human trying to do my best, inviting you to do your best and hoping we could bond over it. Um, enough love and respect. You know, if you follow me on Jessica Vibes, we have a tip jar and that would really support us being able to do some things to expand and get the word out to more people and invite more people to work on improving themselves. So if you want to support our podcast, that would be a really nice way and I would appreciate it. Um, okay. And that would be a way you could leave a legacy because you would be helping us reach more people, which would then help, um, those people improve their life. So consider that. Okay. Moving on to big boss vibes. Jeez, we always go longer. So yeah, wrapping up the last one is basically you need to sit down and meditate on how you want to leave things. And then you need to start working today toward, not toward the end of your life, not with that in mind, but yeah, toward 
creating the things you want to create here on earth. It should be exciting. It should be exciting. Okay. Even healing is exciting. Improvement is exciting. No matter how small or big it is, it's improvement. Let's do it together. Let's heal. Let's grow. Let's improve. All right. Big boss vibes. I want to talk about how legacy transfers over to business. Hmm. You didn't know I was going to do that, did you? Honey, we follow themes here. Okay. We follow themes. Um, yeah, it does transfer to business. So probably many ways, but these are the top four that I'm going to talk about. Um, if you are working as a sole proprietor, which I do too, um, one of the things you have to understand is your business will die with you. Your business will die with you. That's not great. So if you're really passionate about what you're doing, you may want to look at incorporating, whether you're going to be incorporating as a nonprofit organization, a for-profit organization, whether you're going to use a social enterprise model or a typical corporate model, you can work out those things, right? A partnership, what have you. Um, but you probably want to create a corporate, a corporation and, and incorporate because that then creates you're essentially having a baby, right? You're creating a life all its own. It can have its own credit cards. It can have its own vehicles. It can have its own infrastructure, its own employees. And when you pass away, it can continue to live beyond you. Ah, that's a legacy, my love. That is a legacy, okay? You created something that lives past you, that feeds people, that helps them feed their family, that creates jobs and opportunities for people. Hopefully the good work you do is appreciated in the community and in the world. And you've created something that lives beyond you. Legacy. Legacy, darling. Legacy. So if you've already incorporated, you're already on your way. Okay? If you ever need any business strategic business help, you can let me know at Jessica Vibes with a Z. Um, I do charge for services when it comes to business consulting. I know some people uh, hit me up for services and want to know if they're free. No, the best way to get free advice is to tune in here every week. You never know what nuggets are going to drop and they are life changing if you actually put them into play. Um, but I mean, if it's a simple question, I'm always happy to help people and answer simple questions. Um, so incorporate the second thing or the second way to leave a lasting impression or legacy is inventions. So, you know, every Black History Month is a good example of this. We always talk about black inventors and who invented the elevator and who invented peanut butter and tay, 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 tay. And even if it's just once a year, your name is remembered every year forever, forever. I mean, I don't see us stop loving peanut butter or elevators anytime soon. So, this is a way to keep your memory alive and to know that you contributed to the fabric of society, honestly, in perpetuity, which is so amazing. What an amazing, I don't know, opportunity. What an amazing use of your life. Um, there's people who have invented the 3D printer. And then that invention has created um, other inventions, right? Has spun off other inventions, for example, you know, printing medical um, equipment that was maybe harder to manufacture. And so now more people are able to achieve or receive medical treatment or even organs like 
you know what I mean? Like it's absolutely unbelievable what's happening. So your invention can actually then be an invention that creates other inventions. And then that's just like, wow, the gift that keeps on giving. Inventing is so important. Science is another one. And I mean, science and technology kind of bridge between invention and IP, which is the next one I was going to cover. And I, that's what I'm all about. I'm all about the last two, the latter two. Well, obviously corporations. Yeah, I guess I work in most of these spaces. Uh, inventions. I, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an inventor. Fun fact. Um, it's one of the things I wanted to be. Uh, I definitely, I'm open to having that in my life. And I think it's so noble and awesome. And I love originality. And in a world where there's spinoffs everywhere and repeats, fashion repeats, music repeats, dubs and, and samples and all of this. And I love just new, brand new, brand new, right? Can we still create brand new? So inventions are dope. Um, corporations, I will, I've, you know, worked within and consulted to for many years. So I get it. Intellectual property is my favorite. This is what I dedicate a lot of my time and energy to. This is what I believe in. So for me, my poems are intellectual property. My children's books are intellectual property. My son has comic books. Those are intellectual property. Um, technology apps, websites, all of this. And actually we're building different brands and all of those brands are intellectual property. Um, and then real estate is the other one. So your intellectual property lives beyond you. So, you know, uh, Dr. Zeus left a great legacy, right? So every year we're going to watch the Grinch who's told Christmas, even though Dr. Zeus has passed away, new young children will read the cat in the hat, even though Dr. Zeus has passed away. Robert Munch, you know, um, well, I don't know. I'm not saying he passed away. I'm just saying like all of these authors, Judy Bloom, like they're being read, right? And um, Margaret Atwood and Ernest Hemingway. Hemingway, it's huge. Shakespeare, hello, how many things are being done for Shakespeare? And this man wrote, like, I, I don't even know the facts, but like a long time ago, Shakespeare was popping and he was doing his plays publicly and such. And now look, we're still studying Shakespeare every year. Students everywhere study Shakespeare. And then his stuff is constantly remade. It's insane. So intellectual property is so dope. Look at Walt Disney has done. Okay, I'm so nerding out right now. And by the way, check out Tradell, the comic god and his nerding out podcast. If you're following me at Jessica Vibes with a Z on Instagram, when you click my uh, link in my bio, you'll see the tip jar I was talking about, but you'll also see Jesse's World. You'll see Three Shots and a Mango Beer, which I do with Trey. Um, and also you'll see Nerding Out, which is Trey's podcast. So check it out. But I'm so nerding out right now. Yeah. Walt Disney created a whole world of characters and it's such an, and theme parks and just, uh, fun loving experiences. And, and he's gone, he's passed away, but look what he's done. Stanley's passed away. We have Spider-Man, you know, like Marvel, like all of these things that have been built that supersede the person who developed them. It's incredible. And this is intellectual property. It's why I'm obsessed with it. I dedicate my life to it. I love it. I create it. I am working in the business of it. I'm building brands around it because it's everything to me. It's one of the big ways I want to give to this world. And then I want, and then 
our platform platinum indie helps independent artists know how to do that for themselves and i love that because i'm all about teaching amanda fish and self-sustainability growing up in the hood i really understand the importance of you know being able to do it for yourself because sometimes that superhero just doesn't come show up for you and you need it and so you've got to like grab your own cape you know and it's it's hard especially nowadays with the recession and with cost of living and i know because i've i've been fighting in the middle class for a minute and you know being poor was hard and then being middle class isn't as easy as i thought it would be and so i'm sure when i become rich that's not going to be perfect either and that's just life <laughs> that's just life we're always going to have something to evolve and to improve um yeah intellectual property that's my thing. I get excited about it. And the last one, of course, is real property. So I am a real estate broker. I have not brought this up um, because I'm playing in my entertainment space at the moment. Um, so I'm telling you, I'm showing you my entertainment, Jessica, you know, but I am a real estate broker and licensed real estate broker, and I can actually help people get properties all over the world. So if that's something you need to do um, is get or dispose of a, of a property, like, you know, I'm happy to help. And it really, my model is actually one more of coaching and supporting and connecting. So I'm able to do it all over the world with the company I'm with, which is Coldwell Banker. Um, so yeah, you can hit me up anytime for that as well. Um, but that's something I don't talk a lot about, but just because we're talking about legacy and to me, anytime somebody can own a piece of the world, you know, land and property, and leave that to their family if it's possible. Not everybody can, and I more than understand that, and not everybody should. It, it's a lifestyle decision. It's it's a timing decision. It depends when and where you are in life and if it makes sense to you and all of that. And one of the best things about my brand and how I approach real estate is that if it's not best for you in the moment or if I see some red flags, I'll at least be honest about those so that you make the best decision for yourself. And unfortunately, we are in a world where people sometimes put their own interests first. And I really can't play in that type of space. Um, I have to put people's interests first because part of my legacy, it has to be around, you know, love. I love people and I'm not going to stray somebody wrong to benefit myself, right? Because I don't believe that that does benefit yourself. You might gain a financial benefit in the short term, but you're going to gain, you're going to lose on a karma level and in you're going to lose yourself because you know that wasn't right. So that's how I move. And if like, I, I find that I could lose clients to inauthentic people all the time. And I just understand that people are not looking at it on a deeper level and they're not moving from a spiritual level, from a higher self level. But if you were, you would definitely want to work with someone like me because you'd want someone that actually to the best of their ability and their knowledge is, is literally letting you know everything positive and negative so you can make your moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But real property is a way to leave a legacy on the outwardly, you know, in from an outward perspective, because that's something you can leave to people you love. That's even something you can leave to institutions. I've seen um, where, you know, people have built, like I worked with, let's say an organization and we had a building fund. And one of the things we were able to do is, um, you know, set it up so that people could bequest funds to the organization upon death. 
and that would help the organization get the building that they needed so that they could expand and serve more people in the community. Um, and so this is a huge way to leave legacy, right? You can put a, a, a building in your name. I know one of the best hospitals I've been to, Newmarket South Lake Hospital, had wings that were donated by certain people. Um, these are just beautiful. You know, there was a beautiful place in Aurora. When you go walking, you see benches with people's name on it. Legacy, 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 my friends. So these are really, really key ways to leave a legacy. All right. Think about it. Think about what you want to do in your personal and professional life, the type of legacy that you want to build. And then that brings us to gods and goddesses where really I want you to like, you know what we're going to do. We're going to slow it down, baby. We're going to slow it down. And we're just going to look introspectively at ourselves. Okay. And I want you to breathe in. And breathe out. Yeah. In. And out. All right. And I want you to think about what are the habits that you need to build and where do you need to improve to be able to really leave the legacy that you dream of? And out. I also want you to be honest, and I know I got emotional earlier, but it's because it's so important, right? I want you to be honest with yourself about what changes you need to make to your health so that you can live longer. Um, I have a fun little quiz for you. Don't say I don't love you, because I do. Mwah. I have a fun quiz for you, um, and we'll do it together. How about that? Okay. So it's a little test to see what are you doing to become your best self. And when I say that, I mean like from a health perspective, because I was looking into it and the life expectancy. So the queen who passed today, she passed at 96. She's 96 years old. Okay. And follow me. Okay. Just hang in there. She's 96. Now, when I look at the life expectancy in the UK, okay, it's 81.2 years old. So this means that the queen lived, you know, a good 15 years above expectancy, so to speak. You know what I mean? 15 years. So when you think about it, money, uh, access to resources, um, all of that helps to expand life expectancy. I assume she has a chef. And she has good nutrition and she gets good exercise and she has low stress with regards to at least financial pressures and such and such and such. So these all will increase her life expectancy. Why do we want to talk about life expectancy at this stage in today's episode? Well, honey, if we're really going to create a legacy, we're going to have to live. And like, I'm just waking up to this, but I feel like this should be taught in schools from young. Like you should be having the mindset at a young age that you need to know how to preserve your life and extend your life from a health perspective to be able to then tap into your gifts, which should also be a course, and maybe I'll work on all that. And then from there, you need to be able to use those gifts 
as long as we can, which means longevity matters, so that we can manifest the legacy that we want to leave in this world and maybe create a culture around leaving the world in a better place than we found it, like my grandmother taught me. May Audrey rest in peace. I love you so much, Grandma. Okay, my grandmother gave me the gift of seeing the world that way, seeing myself in the world as somebody that should be leaving the world in a better place than I found it. And this is a gift I feel like we should pass on to the younger generation. And I feel like it needs to be ingrained in our social fabric and how we approach viewing life as a society. So when you look at life expectancy, that becomes very important if you want to be using your gifts here to create a legacy, you need the most time you can get. And then of course you need to talk about, and we'll do this in other episodes, just maximizing your time and energy and um, even your money to make sure that it is all moving toward the direction of what you want to be manifesting here on earth, right? So if you're looking at life expectancy, the queen was 96. She had more time to leave a legacy. Most people in Britain or UK would be 81.2. In Canada, the life expectancy is 79.9, so a little less than UK, but better than the USA, which is 78.79, I believe, and Jamaica, which is 74.47. Ah, you see how that tied back in? I didn't even know I was going to do a story about Jamaica earlier when I pulled that stat up. Just true, I'm half Jamaican. I feel like I have to include my culture sometimes, yeah? So, and I can imagine why in Jamaica it's 74 and in UK it's 81. And that's because, of course, the lifestyle, the access to care, all of these things are quite different. So that kind of loops us back to self-sufficiency and making sure we're strengthening our personal, financial, physical, mental, spiritual health so that we can give ourselves our own royal treatment if that makes sense and then of course use our strength to manifest our personal gifts and bless the world Um, I think that's why we're here and bless each other love each other love ourselves love each other um, and leave a good strong healthy happy quality legacy if possible Um, so yeah that is the goal, my dears, of the gods and goddesses segment is just to meditate on the habits that you need to do to improve your life, your health, and so that you can improve your longevity, your life expectancy, so that you have more time to build your legacy. Okay, I want to breathe in. Mm, breathe out. Yeah, baby. In. Out. Check your posture. Make sure you're nice and straight in. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now, are you ready for your quiz? Because we ain't joking over here. Let's see how we're doing. So I've determined on various research, there's about 14 things that we can measure to kind of generally know how we're doing and when it comes to life expectancy. Okay. And that will help us to understand where we can improve, which will help us to understand, yeah, which will help us, like we can change and improve at any time. Um, I've been working really hard on improving a lot of things in my life and I'm seeing that is working. So I just, I need to keep doing that 
and you can start anytime too. Okay, so um, just get a pen and just write these things down and then score yourself one point for everything that you feel like, yeah, I got this on lock. I'm doing the right things in this area. If you feel like you're kind of doing the right things half of the time or more, you can give yourself a half of a point. And then if you're not doing them at least 50% of the time, you do not get the point, okay? This is how we're doing it. And this is gonna, like when we add it up, it's gonna be out of 14. It's gonna tell us kind of generally how you're doing in terms of extending your life expectancy, okay? All right, number one, get moving. So just moving around enough. Are you moving around enough? We're in a world where more and more people are working at home, me too. More and more people are sitting at the computer, at the podcast mic, at whatever, doing whatever, me too, right? And so just reminding ourselves to get up and move. Now I go for a walk every day, but I could walk longer. So I need to work on that. Some days I'll jump on the bike too, but some days I won't. So I don't think I deserve more than a half a point there. So that's all I'm going to give myself because I have a lot more work to do. Okay. So you can score yourself. The next one is eating healthy. So again, fruits, vegetables, lean protein, um, if you're using carbs, then the good complex quality carbs uh, like quinoa or whole grains like or even like steel cut oats. Um, if you're going to eat bread, pumpernickel I found is quite good. Um, these type of things, staying away from your muffins that we talked about earlier and or whatever your kind of Achilles heel is sugar, right? Sugar and refined, you know, processed stuff. And so again, I'm going to give myself a half a point on this one because I do think I do eat well much more than 50% of the time, but I also know that I have a ways to go. Like I bought muffins this week and I could have not bought muffins because if I buy them at the grocery store and I bring them home, I'm going to eat them. And that's not really good because it's processed and it has sugar in it and it's not going to help me get my goals. So that's, I only get a half a point for that. Um, the next one is to maintain a healthy weight. Well, I've already spoke about the fact that I have challenges with my weight and I am working on it. And one day I'm going to be able to give myself that point, but that's not today. So <laughs> I get a big fat zero for that one. <laughs> um, and number four is don't smoke. So I've never smoked and I never will. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't think I would. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, one. I definitely get a point for that. So yay, full point. Um, number five is to keep your brain active. I'm going to give myself a full point for that too. I, I'm a thinker. I'm a reader. I'm a researcher. I'm a creator. I'm, I'm very analytical. Um, yeah, I'm always thinking and I'm always learning and I'm always open to learning and then I'm always trying to help others learn. So I, I think so. I think I get the full point. Um, number six is be good to yourself. So, hmm. Am I good to myself? Mm, I'm going to give myself a half a point because while I think I'm better to myself today than I was yesterday, so to speak, I know I can be better to myself again tomorrow. I know that now I'm a work in progress and I would have scored higher in the first questions if I was good enough to myself. So I am going to give myself a half a point and I'm interested to hear how you scored. So when you follow me at Jessica Vibes with a Z, let me know what your score is, okay? I'm very interested. Um, okay, next one is regular medical checkups. So I'll give myself a one. I think I keep up to date with, with that. And I think that's blessed, you know? 
I don't always do everything that the doctors recommend. I have to check in with myself and make sure I feel comfortable. And I'm not a doctor, so I understand that. So I kind of try to weigh it out. But I definitely stay up to date. So yeah, I get a full one. Um, and so you can score yourself. Don't drink alcohol or only drink in moderation. Again, I'm going to give myself a full point. I almost never drink. Once in a blue moon and not very much. I have a very low tolerance. I cannot have more than like two drinks or two shots. Like that's it. That's my max. I actually don't feel well if I drink any more than that. So I, I'm not able. I'm not able to be a lush if I wanted, you know, which is not possible. Um, Lower stress. I'm going to give myself. Man. I wish I could give myself a quarter point. I'm going to give myself a half a point. Listen, I still get stressed out way too much. And maybe I don't deserve a half a point, but I'm going to give it to myself because I get stressed less than I used to on purpose, if that makes sense. Like I purposely say, hey, this is stressing me out. No, no, no. I cannot do this. And I will pull myself out of whatever situation, conversation, whatever drama, I am not interested in stress. I'm pulling myself away from it. And I know it doesn't affect me well. I know it's counterintuitive. It's not going to help me achieve my goals. And I love myself way too much. So I will pull myself out of whatever. So I think I deserve a half a point for being aware and for working at it, which I am. So number 10, we're only going to 14. Keep So just stick with me. Let's keep going. Let's do it together. Um, Have great relationships. So again, I'm going to give myself a half a point. There's a time where I gave myself a full point. But since the pandemic, I feel isolated from people. I don't go around people very much. I moved far away. I don't see people. I think I still have good, solid relationships. And I still love people and they love me. But I also feel like I'm missing people quite a bit. So I can only give myself a half a point there. because, And I also feel like I spend so much time working that I don't make enough time for the people I love. And I think I need to improve that. I think that's an area of improvement. Man, this podcast, I'm incredibly vulnerable. Like, I can't even believe it. But this is what I committed to. And so, guys, we're doing this together. I want to see some of your posts, okay? You need to post best self live hashtag and and let me know some of the things you're doing, okay? Or Jesse's World XO and hashtag and let me know, okay? So take your vitamins. So I'm giving myself a full point. I take my vitamins every day and uh, you need to know, I mean, I definitely hook up with a natural path. I have a great natural path and she helps me. She tests my levels. They're medical doctors too. And she lets me know what I need. And I listen to her because I really trust her. Um, number 12, you might not expect this. Children cover your ears. Try to have an excellent sex life. Okay. Now I'm not going to tell you what I'm putting there. Because it's none your business, I. But, and you don't have to tell me what you put there. But I do think that it matters. And it's an important, healthy part of life. And so you should have a healthy sex life. Okay? You heard. <laughs> All right, moving along. Um, Number 13, positive mindset. Oh my gosh, I talked about this in the last episode. I'm giving myself a Am I fully positive? I want to give myself a full one, but I don't know if I could be more positive. I'm pretty positive naturally. Sometimes I'll get in a slump, but I'll know I'm in a slump and I'll pull myself out. And I mean, it's not like we're 
perfect, but I definitely 50% of the time I'm, I'm positive. So I'm giving myself a full point. Yay. I love positive people. I love positive mindsets. I love having conversations with positive people. My, my older sister, Claudette, is one of the most positive people I know. When I talk to her, I just know, like, boom, like, energy flowing. Like, I always love that. And my son is another very positive person. Oh, I'm so grateful. He's super up like seven, you know? Like, he's always like, it's going to be okay. Rah, rah, rah. This is the greatest. He always sees the positive perspective and brings it. And it's just the best, best, best blessing. And I've been around negative people too. I have negative people in my life. And I spent a lot of time trying to get them to be positive. And I realized I, I can't do it. Like it's it's a decision you have to come to that you're going to kind of start to turn around how you see the world. And when you turn around how you see the world, the world's going to turn around how it reacts to you. And you're going to see life improving. But I can't make you see that. Like you have to want to see that. And so it's, it is hard to be around negative energy. It's very, 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 very difficult. And I would encourage you to try to make your energy as positive as possible because when you are negative, it weighs on the person or the people around you. It weighs around your loved ones, your friends, your family. It weighs even your coworkers. It's heavy. So, I mean, I don't think you should be like spreading weight. I think you should be light and happy and blessed, man. There's always something positive. You know, I've been in terrible when I was sick and in the hospital and dealing with something life threatening. I was still running jokes, man. And I know everybody's not me. Right. And it wasn't a funny situation at all. But I mean, I you got to be light as best you can. I mean, I don't know. I get sad. I have emotions. I have feelings. I have depression sometimes. Not often, but it happens. You know, you have days where you're a little more down than others. But you just try to be more positive as or be as positive as possible. Just try. Just try to be positive, okay? So give yourself a point if you feel like you're positive at least 50% of the time. Otherwise, you know, we got to keep working on it, right? And then, uh, okay, that was number 13. So the last one, right, is just to live with vigor. Live with intention. Live with vigor. Live. Live. Like, go out and experience life. And honestly, I'm not going to give myself... I think I'm going to give myself a zero for that one because I don't think like I'm the, the most outgoing person. I think I am in regard in some regards, but I think like I'm not adventurous. I'm not like, let's go to this, you know, kind of exotic country and try this food I never tried before. I haven't done that. I haven't lived that way. I'm more like, let's, you know, go to that place, I, that spot I like. <laughs> I definitely have a North American comfort that I've gotten used to. Um, and I think that, yeah, I think that I don't push myself very much out of my comfort zone. And so for that reason, I think that I'm not going to get myself a point. I have to be honest with myself because then I can see where I need to grow. So while you have done this with me, okay, and if you haven't, then you have to rewind it and do it because it's very important. Let's add our points up. So I got one two halves make a whole, uh, two, three, and a half, four, five, six, and a half, seven, eight, nine. So I got 10 and a half out of 14. That's not bad. And it still leaves room for growth, which great. We're all growing, you know? Um, so 10 and a half out of 14, what did you get? DM me, Jessica Vibes, let me know. 
that you listened to episode 13, that you did the study, you did the test, the um, life expectancy, you know, quality of life test. And uh, let me know what you what you got. And I hope this just helps highlight like where you can work on improving and what matters in terms of extending your life expectancy beyond obvious things like not living a hard life, not doing hard drugs, not getting into issues like violence. And like, I mean, I think those things are obvious, but mm -hmm. good job, guys. We're coming to the end and you know, it's time for your quote. Okay. I'm so proud of you. Um, if you got to this point, you, you're really a trooper. You're really working on your life. You're really going to leave this epic legacy. I'm so excited to hear the legacy you're going to leave. Please, 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 you know, hashtag, you know, best self live, you know, at Jesse's world XO at Jessica vibes with a Z. And let me know, man, let me know what legacy will you be leaving? I can't wait to hear. All right, today's quote, it is important to be intentional about your legacy. Many years after you are gone, what lasting, what lasting, hmm, joy have you left? It is important to be intentional about your legacy. Many, many years after you are gone, what lasting joy have you left? All right, guys, that's your quote. And of course, I'm going to end with an affirmation, short and sweet, and just keep you, you know, focused. All right. I am dedicated to extending my life expectancy and using my time and energy to leave my legacy. I am dedicated to living a long, healthy life and using my time and energy to leave a very important legacy. I am dedicated to living a long and happy life and using my time and energy to leave a very, very, very important legacy. God bless every one of you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Jesse's World. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please hit me up at Jessica Vibes with a Z on Instagram and follow me. Be sure to consider hitting up the tip jar with the link in the bio and supporting our podcast because it makes a difference. And you know what? Follow Jesse's World XO and tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. if you want to hear live discussions um, about just becoming our best selves and different people in their journeys along the way. I hope that you get something out of it and keep coming back every week. New episodes all about becoming our best self. It's a journey, baby, but we got this and we're going to support each other. All right. You have a lovely, lovely, lovely rest of your day, evening, night, whatever time you're listening to this. And I really appreciate you tuning in. I'm your host, Jessica Lambert. AKA Jessica Vibes with a Z.